Another good day of reactions on Am I Wrong with the uh, girl who didn't want her boyfriend to go on spring break when another girl was going along. And I tell you, we put in a lot of work. If we had just asked maybe a couple better questions at the start of it, we could have gotten to the bottom. That's okay. Yeah. Um, misconnections almost had a little dream interpretation it to did. us. And then uh, we cracked a thousand in the trash flash. That was a good one. It was a good one. And uh, I'm sure we did more. I just don't remember any of it. Well, maybe the zapping in my fingers <laughs> got my well, mind. You'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something, so they get in touch with us, and uh, we let you judge if they're wrong or not. We have Heather on the phone right now. Heather, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Um, I have a super new boyfriend. We've been together for like six months, and he is going to spring break. Super awesome, fun friend, but he's bringing or having, I don't know what the actual thing is, but there's only other girl there because he looks at her supposedly as one of the guys, but I can't go. I have work. I've seen her. I've met her. She's hot. Like she's totally hot, but I don't know if I'm just being a control freak. Okay. Hold on. Your phone broke up a little bit. Did you say six months or six weeks? Six months. Okay. okay. That's better. That's a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so this girl, is she's not like one of the guy's boyfriend, our girlfriends or anything like that. She's just like a friend of this group. No. Yeah, she's like the, you know, the girl friend of the guy group kind yeah. of thing. They invite her to everything. You know, that one. Yes. Like, I've been that one. But, you know, we always been kind of hooking up. Yeah, I was going to so, say, I have very strong feelings about... Something like that. You always do, and I don't get it. Because I don't, I just don't, it's like if, there's just, there's always something more afoot. Mm. Anyway, that being said, I don't want to, I don't want to sway anyone's opinion in any way, shape, or form. So you just don't like the fact that he's about to go on spring break and this girl's going to be along for the ride. I'm kind of upset about it. I I don't want him to go, but what do I say to him? Like, don't go hang out with your friends on spring break because I can't go. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not up for it. I don't want him to do it. Period. Yeah, I, I totally. I, I get it. Would you? You have a different take on this. I know you do. I've been on a lot of co-ed spring break trips. Yes. Now I don't know if it's just because I'm unattractive. It never turned into any sort of Sodom and Gomorrah <laughs> type situations. But I mean, it's now. And I'm, I think I think I'm right here. It's not just those two going on the trip. It's a group of people. Correct. Right. It's a group of guys. There's going to be about six of them. But for some reason, they're bringing her, the only girl, hang out. Like, because they do that all the time. Okay. How but, many rooms is the, uh, like, the, the, uh, are they getting a house? Are they a hotel? Yeah. So, is he getting an Airbnb? It's a okay. good question. I think he told me three or four. I don't know, actually. Three or four, maybe. Okay. I mean, as long as they're not sleeping in the same room, I mean, you know, same bed, that kind of situation. Yeah. Boy, I I get totally where you're coming from. So you want to know, are you wrong for having an issue with your boyfriend going on a trip where there's going to be this girl there? Well, this is this is what Am I Wrong was built for. Correct. Uh, we now put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls, all the texts that we take, and we will come up with a judgment for you today and find out, are you wrong for being upset about this, okay? All right, thanks, guys. All right, so let's get those calls and texts in here. We're going to try and help Heather out. Heidi wants to chime in already. What do you think? I guess it all depends if I know the girl. Like, what's the situation with the girl? Okay. If there's ever been anything... Kind of, you know, I guess it all depends on the personality. I kind of was the girl that hung out with the group of guys, but okay. it was because 
I had all brothers, and I was more used to hanging out with them. Yeah. And a lot of them, I wouldn't date them if they were the last people on earth because I heard all they talked about women <laughs> and crap like that. So it's like, no, you are not the people. I would never want a friend to date any of you. I will never set you up with anybody because you're just not that kind of people. So, Heidi, and I mean this with the utmost of respect, Did you, you didn't hook up with any of the guys that you hung out with then? No. Oh, dear. No, because okay. I would hear the... I would hear, like, the locker room chit-chat of theirs, and I'd be like, what the hell would everybody ever want to date you for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heidi. Well, that is some good input. Thank you very much. That's This is helpful to Heather because look at that. She, Heidi was that girl, and she never hooked up with any of the dudes. Right. All right. Well, let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming. We got to let Heather know, is she wrong for not wanting her boyfriend to go to spring break with another girl? Kelly and Wood. All right, we got Heather sitting on hold right now for Am I Wrong? Her boyfriend wants to go on spring break. He's going with a bunch of dudes, and there's a girl going along with this group of dudes. Uh, the girl is just a friend of every guy, uh, but Heather kind of has an issue with it. They've been together six months. so And for, Heather said she can't go. She has to work. Right. So, and, and that's another. Maybe if she was invited, then I don't think the dude's up to anything. But I just, I just ooh, I worry. And it's interesting you bring that up because people like Maddie texted in. Did he ask her to come? Yes. We found out that, you know, yes, she did know. Uh, and it's just she can't go because of work. Uh, KT says, hey, this is just a straight up matter of trust. Do you trust people? Uh, Mary says, how old are these people? Uh, she sounds on the older side. I think what we, we say... Uh, what I think she was in her like her 20, mid-20s, yeah. I think. We'll double check with her on that, but yeah, I think it's right around there. Uh, Jenna says, let them go. What's the big deal here? <laughs> uh, Jamie, if she can't trust them, get rid of them. Otherwise, quit crying. Quit worrying about things. To me, it's just the being so far away in the alcohol and the sun. Especially if you're from up here where you haven't, seen, you haven't seen the sun in a while, dude. You get down there, it's warm on your skin. It's like a party drug. Nah. You're crazy. Uh, other people, uh, she seems to have an issue with how hot the girl is. Would she have the same issue if she looked like a troll? <laughs> if not, that seems like a personal problem. That's like a good question right there. Uh, I would let him go. If you can't trust him, how is the relationship going to work? Plus, if he does cheat on spring break, what's going to stop him from cheating any other time? That's true. Kelly Jordan believes it's a magical... Elixir that this son is. Uh, it gives you vitamin D. Uh, Pam, are any of the other girlfriends concerned about her going? Maybe do they even know? Tracy, it's all about trust. If she can't trust them, the relationship is doomed. I get it that they had dated. She stayed part of their group, but it doesn't sound like they did. Uh, my daughter in college has three solid guy friends that she hangs out with all the time. There's zero romantic feelings for mm, any of them. Maybe on her on her behalf. Melissa, I can understand her slight jealousy of missing out, the old FOMO there. I think it does come down to trust. Does she trust her boyfriend or not? If not, wouldn't matter if the girl was going or not. There's plenty of other girls on spring break. That's a great that point. That is. And I just had a revelation. If you have to keep your boyfriend from cheating on you by not letting him do things, boy, that's bad. That's going to lead to a very bad place as life goes on. All right, dare I say you're switching sides to my side on this whole thing? A little bit? I don't know. Hmm. Any other texts that are worth yes, reading? Uh, yeah, uh, that one. Uh, yeah, shut your face, Kelly. How dare you about the daughters? <laughs> Why is that from a? Uh, how about this? I think she makes a. I think it makes a Wait, big what? difference if her boyfriend asked her to go with on the trip. If he did, if he did not, then it's a little sketchy. But either way, a cheater will always find a way to cheat one way or the other. Nothing anyone can do will stop them. Yeah, you know, it's almost like you. I don't have control over you. I can't. I don't have yeah. a mind meld. And again, if you have to kind of watch someone this much, right? I, to me, let them go. I just don't trust dudes. Like I, I think girls have a better level mind 
And I just don't trust dudes, especially when you throw alcohol into the mix. Just I can't, Wood. Mm. I can't change this late in the game. You can't change your pitcher in the ninth inning. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, you can't. Like in the rules and everything. <laughs> don't use sports analogies. <laughs> hold on. There's someone calling. Oh, no, they hung up. All right. Well, here we got somebody else sitting on hold wants to chime in. What's up? Would you have a problem with it? I, I, I don't mind. I have enough trust in my partner to, you know, let them do what they're doing. Like, I feel like if you can't trust your partner then there's a whole other problem going on. But even on spring break, like things get all loosey-goosey and there's all kinds of alcohol flowing and just bad decisions are being made. MTV VJs walking around. Yeah, Polly Shore, the weasel is there. <laughs> I assume it's still like the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> That's the ultimate test right there. If they can't handle it, then, you know, you guys can't be in a relationship. So you think she just needs to have 100% trust in him and be like, all right, you go do your thing. If you end up cheating on me, you end up cheating on me. And that's, I guess that does say more about him than anything. Yeah, you know, and, and if, you know, he ends up cheating, then it show, she would have found out sooner or later. Because if he wasn't going to cheat on spring break, he'll eventually cheat at some other point. And you're an you're a insta, if you cheat, we're done. Yeah, it's over. There's no apologies. There's no forgiveness. Bye-bye. Even yeah. on spring break. Yep, nope, yeah. nope, no excuse. There's no... Because if you're dating, what's the use in staying together? Like, Well, so, was it the old area code rule? Like, if you're in a different area code, anything yeah. can go? And and I don't subscribe to the fact once a cheater, always a cheater. I think people can turn over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you might as well walk away and save yourself a lot of headaches down the road. If you're, if you're just dating, you can walk away clean. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just a boy... It's not like a husband, you know, things get complicated... So I would cut it off before things get too involved if they're already cheating. All right. Well, we appreciate the call. Let's keep them coming. The call's in the text because we got to give Heather a judgment today. And am I wrong because she doesn't want her boyfriend going on spring break with another girl going along? Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right. We got Heather sitting on hold right now for am I wrong? She has a boyfriend. They've been together six months. He's going to go on spring break. It's with a bunch of dudes, but there's going to be a girl along with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Heather wants to know, is she wrong for having an issue with this? And the calls and the texts are pouring in. And uh, more texts. I really like some of these. Uh, you know what? You need to become really good friends with that girl. Almost be like a little bit of a spy on the inside. Oh, um, man. Is this a guy that likes to kind of party, get wild? Or is this somebody that you can actually, you know, kind of trust? More of a loyal guy. Uh, other texts rolling in here. I think it goes back to if the other girl was less att- attractive, would she care? Or is that the issue? Is that the one that you know is really kind of getting stuck in your craw? How about this one from Jeff? If it were the other way around and she was going with a bunch of guys, would she do something that she wouldn't do if he wasn't there? I just feel like women have more control, man. I, I just, I, I just, I just get that feeling. I don't know why. I have no evidence to base it on whatsoever. Uh, this text: uh, If he would cheat, he would do it regardless. It's not it, if it's not her there keeping him, you know, on the rails in line. Then what's the point of it all? So, okay. and the fact that uh, another text: The fact that she was invited shows that you know what he's clearly not planning to do anything with that girl. All right, we got a couple people sitting on hold that want to chime in right now. Hello. Hi. Hey. I I say trust the guy, show him you trust him, let him go. What's the difference between her going or all those other chicks down at spring break? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right on that. You you guys are really swaying my opinion here, to be honest with That's you. That's what we do. Yeah, I'm seeing it in a whole you know, new light. Yeah, and she might be one of the guys, but there's also going to be that little part of girl code, too, that's going to kind of sway in there that says, hey, 
you have a girl back home, you know? Okay. I've never heard of girl code before. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Oh, there's a girl code. There's always one girl that's going to be like the mom of the group, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please give us your wisdom. And honestly, <laughs> if there's a girl there, that may be more of the, hey, you know what, guys, let's not do anything real stupid. <laughs> right. Cause yeah, I, you're right. Honestly, I was almost viewed as that leader. And the one time really? I didn't go on spring break, they all went to jail. Okay. Because I wasn't there. Right. I, Amazing. The, the brains of the operation wasn't there. <laughs> that's a that's a right. shallow pool right there. <laughs> oh, it is. Yep. Well, hey, thank yep. you so much for the call this morning. Yeah, have a good one. You, you too. too. Kelly and Wood, hello. Hey, I want to chime in on this. Yeah, what's up? Well, okay, so does she trust her boyfriend? Like, that's the biggest thing. Does she not trust him to go, or is it just the fact that the girl is going, and she feels a little bit jealous? It sounds like it's because the girl's going. Well, something we can ask her flat out, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, because if she trusts him, then I think that she should really, like, like, open herself up and just explain to her boyfriend, like, hey, you know, I trust you, but this is how I feel. You know, and she needs to acknowledge that feeling that, hey, I'm jealous, but if she trusts her boyfriend, then it really comes down to just her being honest with him and, like, saying that, hey, this is how I feel, but I trust you. And her boyfriend then, in turn, should give her the reassurance that, hey, there's no feelings there. Like, I love you if they're at that point, or, like, I'm with you and you have nothing to worry about. Do you and have... then from there, like, go ahead. Do you have a significant other? Yeah. Yep. We've been together for nine years. Okay. Married now, but we're together for, like, I don't know, a thousand years before we got married. And you'd be okay with this? I mean, yeah, naturally by nature, I'm a jealous person, but I think that I would be vulnerable enough and comfortable enough with my feelings to just explain that to him. Like, hey, you know what? Like, I can't help it. Like, there's this shit going along with you, and I know that there's nothing going on, but can't help but to feel a little bit jealous. And in turn, knowing my husband, because we've, I mean, we've been together for a long time versus this couple, but I mean, he would be honest with me to say, like, hey, like, I understand that you're feeling this way, but like, nothing's going to happen. And then like, okay, cool. You know, like you just, it's, it's that leap of faith, you know, when it comes to a relationship, like you really have to have that trust. And if you don't have it, then you need to question why you're in that relationship in the first place. You know what I mean? Very good point, man. That's really good. Thank you so much for the call this morning. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Wood. I think we should get her on and get her her judgment. All right. All right, Heather, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts, your judgment today. And am I wrong? Most people understand why you have a problem with it, but a lot of people are like, hey, you got to let him be him. It's only six months in. Oh, man. Can I say All something? Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, the fact that it's only six months in would make me even more nervous. Really? Yeah, because it's still a new relationship. Like, Yeah, but if he goes down and gets right. wild, who cares? Big deal. You're out six months. Off on to the next one. Do you have any trust? And we've had a couple people who text us in you know, about like if you trust them, let them go. Do you have any sort of trust issues with your boyfriend? I had trust issues with all my boyfriends. I mean, come on, guys. I oh, all right. Okay. Well, big we should, yeah, we should have asked this question earlier. <laughs> we could have saved everybody a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> well, why, do you, why don't you trust guys? I don't know. You know, just guys getting crazy and drinking, and they get kind of beer gogglies. Can't trust it. How old are you? 25. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Boy, 25, do 25-year-olds still go on spring break? Well, how old's your boyfriend? I, I assume he's younger then. Oh, he's like 24, 23. Yeah. I mean, you know. Getting that doctor. To go to spring break. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Well, look. My show for spring. Am I? Am I now? Am I not wrong for going to spring break? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Is this, but, is this another one? I'm wrong. <laughs> so, so what are you going to do? Are you going to tell him like, hey, I have an issue with this, or are you just going to let it ride? I think I'm just going to let it ride. I, I just think I'm just going to like hold what I'm going to say and just smile and bear through it and see what happens. Right? Well, just trust him and see what happens. That's and, smart. And Wood makes a good point. At six months, if he does do something, then then you know, and yeah. th- then you know what kind of person he is. You then you move on to the next one. You got a couple more months to get in swimsuit, wear, you know, yeah. shape, and let it ride. It's a test. Yeah, got it. Let's just go with the flow. There you Let's go. Go with the flow. Let him ride. Have some fun. Maybe stop dating dudes who still go on spring break. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Stay young while you can. <laughs> well, I would still go if they would Good let me. Point. Good point. I was about to say. <laughs> All right. Here comes the quick mix down the beach. <laughs> Heather, thank you so much for being on with us this morning, and good luck with all of this. I'm sure it's all going to turn out just fine. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Kelly and Woods, Small Town Salute. We'd like to say good morning to everybody listening in Kennedy, Minnesota, population 172. Of course, that's the home to Maria Lutheran Church. Now, they have one review on Google that reads, Real Nice Church. That's enough reason for me to visit Kennedy, Minnesota, and that's why they get today's Small Town Salute. That was your Small Town Salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. (laughs) These people are looking for love. I love this is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but didn't quite make it. So we use the power of radio to thrust them back together. Oh my. This Wait. one's labeled I Have Dreams About You. Mm. Male for female. I can dream about you. You're blonde, tall, impossibly Australian. Oi! We both frequent the same lunch spot, and I'm unable to keep my eyes off of you. Fosters. The way you move, it's like you float, just like an angel. Mm, An Aussie angel. Your laugh is one of those kinds of laughs that gets you and everyone around you to laugh, (laughs) even though they don't know the joke. At or with? I don't know. I have seen you in my dreams as we get caught up in a twisted embrace of passion. Ow! Before you are taken away by dolphins for some reason. LOL. You can get Lori Lowenberg on this one. (laughs) That's gotta gotta mean something. (laughs) Also, it seems as if you have an Australian accent in my dream. Are you from there? Maybe the dolphins are taking you back there? I hope I'm able to muster up the courage to speak with you at lunch one day, which can lead us to the ultimate connection. Well, well, well. Yeah. The dolphins. I like how he starts to analyze his dream in that. What what does this mean? Mm -hmm. The dolphins, maybe? And he's seen her so many times, yet he doesn't even know what she sounds like. So he's keeping a safe distance. He knows the laugh, though. But you know, one of those laughs, maybe it's a very hearty laugh. Right. I love those kind of laughs. It's a good I'd, laugh. I'd say shoot your shot, man. Why not? If you're seeing her every day, she might be thinking the same thing. And she likes to laugh, so you know she likes to have fun. Yeah, tell her about that dream, man. That'll bring her a good laugh. What if you walk up and she's just like, 
Aye. <laughs> no Australian accent whatsoever. <laughs> well, then it's got to mean something. We'll get Lori Lohenberg on the next time we have her on. But what you've done all you can do, man. I try. You tried to bring this couple love. Will they find it? We don't know. And if, by the way, if you're tall and you maybe are Australian and you like dolphins, look around at lunch next time. Julia says the dolphins are taking her away from that creeper. Well, that could be, Julia. That's a pretty good analysis. Thank you for that text. That's creepy. But Wood. Kind of creepy. You don't write the stories, you just find them. I just bring them to the center stage. And try and get these people back together. And if it doesn't happen, we've done all we can do. But I guarantee you will have another one next week. And a little something we like to call Misconnections. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Not only do I find this interesting, I find it to be absolutely genius. Okay. Excuse me. So in China, sometimes cities, the traffic can get so bad, it's just gridlock and traffic goes absolutely nowhere. So they have this service there, and these guys are called jam busters. And what they'll do is they'll come in on a motorcycle, weave their way through traffic, grab you, get you where you need to go, and then deliver your car to you later. Like, wherever you ask them to. So say you got an appointment you have to get to mm-hmm. or whatever, they'll swoop you up on a motorcycle, take you to that appointment, and then get your car wherever you need it to be. Like, they'll sit in your cl- car and sit in traffic. It's not bad. That's a genius idea, man. They have a theme song like the Ghostbusters? Possibly. They, they are. should. That's, a, that's some next-level smarts right there, but can you imagine having traffic so bad? Yeah. Where is this at? In China. They should do that in L.A., they should. I absolutely. Like they LA, should. LA. They say the worst traffic is like Saturday at two p.m. I wonder why everyone's headed to the Every, beach. Or everybody's what? headed somewhere, but they say Saturday two p.m. is the worst traffic in LA. I drove through LA. It wasn't honestly. I honestly got Atlanta had the worst traffic. Right. It used to. So I used to work. I think it was like eight point seven miles from work, and it took me fifty three minutes every day Jeez. to get to work. Because oh of gosh. just sitting in traffic all day, every day. And I'm telling you, man, it was the worst. And I, I hate traffic. Like, I I despise it. I will go out of my way. Me too. I, if I get to a light, I would rather turn right and then try to find my way than yeah. sit there at a light. It just drives me nuts. They call that making a move. I just, I can't. So, like, this, like, gives me the willies. I had an idea back in the day for a service kind of like this. You know, people go to the, and then pro- it probably already exists. Every idea I've had has already existed, but. Hey, that wheelchair idea is a, a, a winner. <laughs> Stick with it. No, but this is, you have a service. Like, say you say you go out and you accidentally have too much to drink. I think a lot of times the reason why people risk it and drive home is because they don't want to leave their car somewhere. Because then you have the pain in the butt about trying to find your car the next day and get a ride mm-hmm. down there. So I had an idea. It's just two guys. You show up wherever somebody is. You give them a ride home. Or you just you just drive them in their car home, and then the other person picks the other person up, and so you get their car and them home safely. I bet you a lot of people would use that more so than calling a cab. Even I bet. Yeah, I'd use that. It's a genius idea, I'd use right? That. I, I think would, there's something like that. Isn't probably like body I, lift or something. It, it would make sense that every idea I've had has already been had. But yeah. would you trust somebody though? Like. You to get in your car and then drive it to where you go. Well, Better than that than driving drunk. You no, know? not just yeah. that. Like in this in this jam buster or whatever it's called. 
Like, would you trust somebody, random person, to go drive your truck? Well, you would have to be licensed and insured I, I and all it, that like, kind of stuff. You don't know the person. Yeah. But th- if you offer a bad service, then no one's going to use you ever again. True. I guess. You know, you got to think about that next customer. Don't think about the ne- this customer. Think about the next customer, which is the best customer. Like if you Ferris Bueller it. Right. And yeah. j- taking it off jumps and stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Either but way, if you got to get to where you got to get. Jam busting to me sounds like a phenomenal idea. We don't really have any need for it here, but uh, still a good idea. Yeah. And I found this super interesting that they found a way to combat bad traffic. Not bad, man. Thank you. And we'll have another one for you tomorrow. You may find it interesting. You may not. Doesn't matter because I'm going to still deliver it hot and fresh. And I don't care if sometimes. Kelly All right, so we got to hear about this. Brian Riley says he had the worst day of his life last Sunday. What happened? Dude, okay, so I played in a 24-hour softball tournament out in the Dells. Okay. Which, like, it's legitimately 24 hours. You could play at any time. How far is that from? Is that, what, Wisconsin about four Dells, hours away? Four hours and change okay. away from here. It's a distance. So it was a stupid decision because we played our last game Sunday at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, fun. Lost that game. Oh, so it's like 3.30, and we go, you know what? We're awake now. So instead of going back, sleeping for three hours, and then driving back to make it back in time, we'll just go. We're awake. Let's just go. We'll get home early, Road sleep trip. in bed, whatever. Dumb decision number one. So I get about like 30, 40 minutes outside of the Dells, almost to 94 where it merges up, and my sensor on my car goes off. It's like low tire pressure. Okay. That happens in the cold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like negative two degrees. So right. I look, and it's only five PSI different from the other tire. So I'm like, oh, it, it's not that bad. He's pounding like, down. It's enough for me to get to the next, like, I can go a little bit farther. I know there's a quick trip up there. Okay. So my buddy's like, you want to get off at this exit? And we can just put some air in I go, no, nah, dude, I, I know where the quick trip is. We'll just get there. We'll get food. We grab what we need. I'll put air in the tire. It'll be fine. And quick trip is the best place to get air in your tire because it has like the the... Pressure gauge yes. right on the thing. Okay. And yeah. it's free. free. Yeah. yeah. I love so, that too. So I go maybe a mile past this exit and I'm like, you know, let me double check this screen. So I scan through it again. It dropped down to 14 PSI. So you're losing air at a pretty rapid rate at this point. <laughs> and I'm going, this is good. This mm-hmm. is real good. Next exit's four miles away. Oh, I'm like, cool. Well, now I start to like slow down. I'm like, we got to get there. It's like the ticker of my demise is going. It's 10, 9. Eight. I'm watching it go down. Oh, gosh. So I can see the exit ahead of me as it's going down. I'm like, I'm not going to make it. There's no way. We're going to have to do this on the side of the road, change this tire, and hope for the best. At 4 a.m. In two below zero. <laughs> Solid. We get, thankfully, we get to the exit, inching our way through, but we don't get to the gas station because my car is at zero on the tire i would have went on the rim man <laughs> i was on the rim like, to I, hell can't with it. Any, I can't go any farther so we pull off outside of the gas station put the donut on 4 21 in the morning two hours of sleep maybe oh. 170 miles from minneapolis where i need to go still three and a half hours away from st cloud Oof. having to change a tire negative two degree weather oh that's just which was awesome it, I mean, it was one of my favorite things, one of my greatest memories. So finally, we put the spare on. We put the donut on. We drop it down. Was it a full-size spare, no, or is it one of those? Do- no, it's a donut. Ooh. 100%. I'm not trusting that put thing. The donut down. <laughs> I'm with you. Put the donut down. Flat. 
But <laughs> thankfully, the donut uh, wasn't flat to the rim, so it was enough for me to get to the gas station to fill up the, the donut Yeah, so I can get on my way. So what was it? Did you run over something in your I, tire? I, have no, I haven't had a chance to like look at it. Because yeah, like I got back Sunday at like 9.30, so I never had a chance to look. And I was Bro, like, I it's watch Tuesday. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got a tire appointment. <laughs> but anyways, so I go, but the icing uh, on the cake was I go to that gas station that was right there. I had to pay $2 to fill up air. Yeah. For air? $2. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Oh, they just gouge you. I'm a quick trip man, though. So fill up the fill up the stuff, and uh, I drive with a donut 170 plus miles did, on my way back. Now, did everyone help you change the tire? Yeah. My one buddy. My one buddy's like he had a bunch of beater cars growing up, so he was like, "Yeah, I can He's change the tire." He's like, "I'll change the tire. You just grab the stuff because I'm faster than you." Oh, okay. Well, I was that's like, okay. helpful. I was like, "Cool." So we do that. But the worst part about it is, honestly. This is my stupidity because one of our salespeople, awesome by the way, she's mm-hmm. great. I was talking to her, I was like, "Hey, I need new tires. It's snowy, it's just crap." So she sets up this deal for me to get tires at a discounted rate. Mm-hmm. Well, like, unfortunately, something came up financially, so I couldn't get it at the time. So I was like, "You know what? I can make it till spring. Oh. All the snow's already gone by. It's fine. That's we're, a, we're good. First time living in the Midwest. I know that's so a like, fool's bet right there. Like, I could do this. This is fine. Yeah, that was not fine." At all, and uh, now I have a, a tire appointment today to go get a new tire. On the, on the side of the road is the worst. Well, my grandpa passed away. It was down in Iowa, and it was like in January or something like that. And we had a blowout on the side of the road in Iowa, and it was I don't know. It felt like it was a hundred degrees below zero. That it, there's just no like. No. And he died on the side of the road. My grandpa? Yeah. No, <laughs> he was at the funeral home. We were on the oh. side of the road. <laughs> I was like, wow, how have I never heard this we, before? Yeah, we just left him there to freeze. <laughs> we'll get him in the spring. Come back, Papa. <laughs> Mile marker 113. <laughs> well, Brian Riley, we're glad that you uh, you know persevered and made it in. You know, I, yeah, I, I live life on the edge, obviously. Yeah. Just stupidly on the edge. So a lot of dumb decisions leading to that one. Well, yep. riding around on a donut for days. Is- well, you know what was even dumber? How about how I popped my own car tire with my car keys? That's true. That's maybe the dumbest thing that anyone has ever done. Were you in central Wisconsin, 177 miles away? <laughs> no, but it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score. We're going to put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Yeah, that's where we have two ladies fighting for love. First... We have 23-year-old Kaylee Moya. Now, Moya has a boyfriend. Now, the problem is she shares her boyfriend with another woman. That's a recipe for success. Shakira Mitchell. Now, the two have apparently been arguing over Instagram direct messages over said shared boyfriend. Now, they apparently had had the intention of coming to an agreement and putting their fighting over their shared boyfriend behind them. Well, Moya continued to argue, though. After all, the heart wants what the heart wants. Mm -hmm. So she showed up to Mitchell's apartment at 11 p.m. and yelled, come on out here and fight. Come get me. Mitchell wasn't having it. So, Moya, did she say, look, maybe we're getting a little out of hand. We should stop. I'm running a little hot. She didn't. Instead, she picked up a wheelbarrow <laughs> Dang. and threw it out a window, breaking it. 
She wasn't done. She then went to work on the front door, began kicking it, and at one point in time, kicked the front door in. A B&E. Well, the other woman inside fled her bedroom, or to her bedroom for safety. Moya, though, continued. Man, she's crazy. She then started hitting and punching the woman and pulling her hair. Well, they started to, uh, you know, continue the battle at this point in time. That's when Moya then started choking the woman, but the woman, Mitchell, pulled a firearm and shot a single shot through the ceiling. That's when they started to fight over the gun. Finally, Moya got the gun out of the other woman's arms and pistol whipped her with it. As you can imagine, this whole brouhaha led to the call of 911, but... The suspects fled the scene before 911 got there. But sure enough, they got, yeah, it's this woman right here on social media who direct messaged me. <laughs> That's what you get when you mess with my man. A wheelbarrow through the window. Well, sure enough, authorities, okay, cool. Well, we'll just go to her house where she was. Not only was she there at the house, she still had the gun and also some other things that she took from the house when she left. She was arrested and faces a stack of charges. Holy cow, dude. I, I got to be honest with you. I got lost halfway through that story. Uh, I think I may have got lost, too. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. let's start from the very beginning because that's a very good place to start. So we have, how about this? Sharing a boyfriend. Knowingly sharing a boyfriend. That's trashy, man. Seems a little. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You don't have to do that. Now, if it was behind their backs, then that wouldn't be trashy. But the fact they knew it. I'm giving them 175 points. Oh, that was only 17 points. No fellas that neat. I'm going to give them 175 points on that right there. We may want to get the intern house man warmed up. Oh, you want me to? I think Okay, you all right, because you think we're probably going to crack 1,000. Okay. We got a lot coming here. Okay, so we got 175 for sharing a boyfriend. Uh, starting a fight on social media for everyone to see. Trashy, man. Yep. That's another 175 on top of it right mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then we got, uh, so after the public fight, it was going to her house. Yep. Uh, choosing a wheelbarrow as your weapon of choice. How about pulling up outside of someone's house, screaming, come oh, outside and fight. Come That's outside. Trash. Come Catch me outside. How about that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give her 125 for that. And then picking up a wheelbarrow, throwing it through the window. Yeah. Man, that's trashy. Oh, yeah. That's hundred another 175 points. I'm keeping the points low because I know mm-hmm. we got a lot of a lot to get to here. Um, and then wait, who pulled? Wait, and then busting in someone's front door. Kicked in the front door. Dude, trashy. Yeah. 175 on that, too. You're going to have to replace that. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, but the lady pulled a gun. I don't feel like that's trashy it's because not. she was just in self-defense. Stealing someone's gun and then pistol whipping them with it. Trashy. That's trashy, man. I do love the term pistol whipping, though. It's, mm. always, it's always brought a smile to my face. Um, and then we have, <laughs> you both flee, but you just go home. Mm-hmm. That's trashy. Seems it. 175 on that, too. If you're going to commit crimes, you should have a hideout. Right. Yeah. And not your home, right. where everyone knows where you live. After posting on social media, I'm coming to get you. And then sending a message, that's what happens right. when you mess with my man. Right. <laughs> right. And then we got, okay, so then we got 75 each, because they were both arrested? Mm-hmm. Okay, 75 each for that. Uh, is that it? She also stole some stuff from the house as she was fleeing. Oh, yeah, that's trashy. <laughs> that's another 150 points tacked on top of it. Dude, I don't, do I even have to tell you? I knew that we were going to get it. Thank you for telling me to get the intern house band ready, because it doesn't happen often. But when we crack 1,000 points, you best believe it's a celebration. Yay! And we did it today. Come on, woman. Well, yeah. I've been married a long time.
from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat Nigel. You gotta speed up. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat Nigel. I just had a moment as I was looking over at you. And I was like, we're at work right now. <laughs> it just it just hit me. We're clapping a lot as I'm like, this is our this is how we feed our family. What are you guys clapping about? I asked some woman through a wheelbarrow through a window and she got pistol whipped. <laughs> are you ready, Wood? Come on! Today! Earns herself a whopping 1,550 points. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Man, we were all over the place today. Well. I talked about my daughter having to help me with electronics for the first time ever, which made me feel... Made me feel inadequate. We talked about me getting zapped with electricity. Yes. All sorts of things. And then your insistence on Zeppelin almost, <laughs> show almost broke I'm only up. doing it to upset you. You'll understand what's going on now when you hear our bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. There's, there's no rehearsal here. It's like, it's true. You know, I'm literally writing it and then performing it. There's no time to get the iambic pentameter correct. Mm-hmm. You just go for it. There's no safety net for you. Grip and rip, That's as the kids is. say. Uh, good morning, Tabitha texting in from Grand Forks. I'm Ooh, always listening I bet early. it's really cold up there. Uh, Carrie, good morning, guys. So there's plenty out there. Of course there is. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't leave because of the raps. No. They came for the snaps. Can I tell you something? I would love for you to say something. I slept so poorly last night. Okay. It's because of my wife. God love her. She was home yesterday because couldn't go to school. She's a true MVP. So Andrea had to take the day off, especially because of the early morning stuff. Mm-hmm. And she took, she was home yesterday with Everett. We got him on the right path. I got home, and Andrea told me, I'm going to go take a nap. And what, that enraged you? No. Oh. <laughs> it sucked me in like a siren song. What, to go lay down and take a mid-afternoon nap? So You know me. I am anti-nap because it, exactly what happened yesterday. I lay down to take a nap. I conked out for an hour, got back up. When I went to bed last night, I could not fall asleep. Yeah, once you get on that horse, man, it's hard to get off. And it, You're chasing just, the dragon then. It is. And like I don't feel like I'm my best self this morning. You're not. And then tonight... <laughs> Today, you'll go home and you'll be tired. Yes. And you'll be fighting, taking a nap, and you'll probably sit in a chair and doze. It's a, it's the most vicious of cycles. This is my promise to you. Promise me something, and King. the four people out here. That are listening. Thank you. I'm not napping today. I'm going to I'm power at, through. I'm looking at you right now, and I bet you're going to nap today. Game on. Your eyes are all watery and red. I have been worse than this, and, I, and this is where you have to break it. You have to, like this is the methadone clinic. It's, <laughs> it's go time. It's now or never. Right. Like I'm getting slapped in the corner. Like you want to lose everyone you love. Like it's time to go here. <laughs> and I, so today I will not nap because I need to get back on it. Well, what is your what is your remedy going to be for not taking a nap? Whatever it is. Like I will open a window, man. You'll freeze to death. No, I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but like, you know, I'll stay busy around the house. I'll, you know, whatever it is. Well, the the danger area is going to be when I get home, like that hour or so, yeah. but when I get home before the kids get home. Sometimes I'll bust out a nap in the pickup line at school to get the kids. Oh, Just no. lay a quick 15-minuter, boom, back up, ready to go. I can't do it, man. You know me. I'll take, I love car naps. Mm-hmm. I love a good car nap. So on the way home from work, sometimes I'll pull over and take just a 10-minuter. Don't do it. Just refresh. I'm s- but the problem is, how, many, how long did you sleep? 
An hour. Yeah, see, way too long. Now, I'm in a class right now, and it's sleep. It's a sleep class. Yes. And I'm four chapters in, so I'm already an expert. You are. And I know. I should have Lead me to the promised land, sir. I should have blasted off with some melatonin last night, but I'm telling you, when I take melatonin, I have crazy dreams. Because you take too much. I've told you this a hundred times. And I always wake up before my alarm goes off, because I have such a deep sleep. Get to the melatonin chapter in that book, and you'll see you're taking way too much. I think we already had it, and I skipped it. But I, I already, I'm already an expert. <laughs> it's because your opinions you think are facts. Wow, and that's and am that's I wrong? Problem. Yes. You guys need to stop talking to my wife. <laughs> Why? Out of context, that sounds weird. You and our Why boss. Why stop now? You and our boss JD have howled around, and now you have this belief, and have been attacking me in the halls here. No. And my wife is now picking up on it. Because our boss nailed it the other day when we were leaving. Because we were talking about some musical artist. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that artist sucks. Not wrong. And it's like like a multi-platinum billion. I don't remember who it was. Neither do I, but I know I wasn't wrong. And you're like, they suck. (laughs) And JD, with the precision of a scalpel, (laughs) said, would you have a lot of arbitrary opinions that you just assume are facts? And I was like... Oh my God! Somebody finally put into words what I've been thinking since the day I met you. But he's wrong. Even this morning, I was getting sound clips ready for later when we do the birthdays and the history and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was playing Justin Timberlake "Sexy Bag." You're like Justin Timberlake sucks. I didn't say he sucks. I said that song sucks. No, you said Justin Timberlake just isn't that good. I stand by that. That's an opinion, though. You you don't understand the difference between opinion and fact. So to to get your goat. I said, well, you know what? Led Zeppelin sucks. Which is a, a, erroneous. <laughs> erroneous. Maybe somebody had... I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. I like a few Led Zeppelin songs, not many. Oh. But I couldn't even name one for you right now. What's the Hindenburg? Oh. Isn't there one about the Hindenburg or something like well, that? Uh, for, well, their Stairway to Heaven is, I believe... Oh, I hate that song. Still the most played song in radio history. That, is, that song sucks. Stairway to Heaven sucks. Now, now is it overplayed? Possibly. It's just not a good... It, it's not good until it finally picks up 90 minutes into but it. But that's what you... It is the build-up to it. I think it sucks. Bringing to the... I swear to God, I'm about to come over the stage. <laughs> I think that's a fact because I feel it and I think it's, <laughs> so it's a fact. Well, I, I, You see how ridiculous this life is that you lead? And my wife last night, I said something and she was like, you think you're all your... Your opinions are facts. And I I turn on a dime. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? I sw- is JD here? Is Kelly here? How dare you think for yourself? <laughs> I was like, how, who, who's telling you all these things? <laughs> it's, it was just the best thing I could have heard that day because now I don't get so irritated oh. with, your, with your opinions. And, and I, I just, I, you know what? Fine. <laughs> if you all want to be wrong, go be wrong and enjoy yourself well, in wrong town, are, USA. Are you comfortable with saying why, what opinion that you gave? That you I, Cause I said, and this one I actually agree with you. Cause my son will walk around with his shoes untied a lot. I say, hey, tie your shoes. Oh, well, you know that makes us look poor, right? I, and I stand by that. If you walk around with your shoes untied, you you look poor. Oddly enough, for some reason, I agree with you on that one, and I don't know why. But is it a fact? Well, yes. 
Do you see Bill Gates walking around with the shoes? I don't know. I don't know what Bill Gates wears. He probably wears some sort of sandal, some sort of Birkenstock, I'm guessing. Jeff Bezos, he's not walking around with... That dude's in flip-flops nonstop on that big $2 billion yacht. Uh, yeah, his feet not, are like... Yeah, he's not wearing high tops. The soles of the betrothed. <laughs> Unless there's a basketball court on that thing. I just... I, I, it just... It drives me nuts. And it's, it's, it goes back to laziness. Like, don't be lazy. Sit down there. Boom. Tie your shoes. That I'll agree with you on. Let's go. Call me your hair, tie your shoes. If I'm walking around and my kid's walking around with his shoe untied next to me, yeah, makes me look like a bum. Right. Lock it up. You don't need that. No. You fight against that stereotype nonstop. You say that kind of stuff, they're going to go to school. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Go to school and tie your shoes. Spread And spread the word. I don't have a spread, problem. Spread the word to the other children. Hey, tie your shoe. You look poor. It just, it drove me now, now, Nuts. what is it? What is it about an untied shoe? Because I'm trying to think back to why I agree with you on that. Because it's laziness. It's 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 and it, laziness leads to poorness. Well, it's just you know, if you're going to be lazy about things, chances are you're not going to go achieve goals. But you know, I've told my daughter that a million times. I'm like, I don't like going out looking sloppy because I work way too hard for us to look sloppy. And but I mean, like, and I get that. But I mean, looking sloppy, eh? You know, pajama pants. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. You know me. Pajama I, pants. I take you. a strong stance against pajama pants in public. Although I think that's like a style now. Like literally, laziness has become a style. Well, and and again, I, I admit it. I'm not the target audience, but like Billie Eilish and all that stuff. Oh. Like that's the clothing style and clothing wear that everyone's going for. And it's so funny. Billie Eilish like literally changed up her style. I don't. Don't get me started on Billie Eilish. My opinions are facts about her. But I bet you a hundred bucks. She ties her shoes. Uh, probably. If she ever wears any. Yeah. She probably wears a croc. Again, Maximum comfort at all times. Croc is one of those things that went from persona non grata yeah. to the outfit of the cool. I I wear my crocs all the time. I've never I've never once Even in the put winter. my feet in one. Even in the winter. Because I just hate always having to lace up shoes. So like I'll go get the kids in my crocs. Sounds like <laughs> I'll run to the store in my crocs. There's the lazy guy. I, yeah, I know. I just, I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> but they, I, I don't put them on because they look comfortable. And I'm afraid that if I put them on. That's what happened. I got sucked in. I wear slides a lot, though. So yeah. that's very similar to it. I wear slides around the house. This is like a slide with just a little more protection. Like I've, I don't feel bad walking into a grocery store with these on. No. Yeah. There's many people that have the same opinion that you have about pajama pants about them. I know. I know. And I take a strong stance that I love my Crocs. And which one's wrong? You. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Chrissy, Led Zeppelin sucks. How dare you? Oh, come on. Keep them coming. You. I want to I see wood literally go through the roof. Uh, Tabitha, you got to get those shoes with laces that tie themselves or curly that never need to be tied. Okay, that I'm okay with because that's right. how it's supposed to be worn. Thank God January's over. It doesn't mean anything. Because it's like, we're still in the thick of winter, Mm -hmm. but we're over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like now, it's like, okay, now you can even hope for some 40 degree days now. February's the shortest month. Right. You know, then once you get to March. Uh, Forget about it. Now we're starting to hope. That's when I start getting the boat ready, man. When you get those 50 degree days in March, start getting the boat ready to go. Even though the ice won't be off the lake for another two months, but still. That's all right. (sighs) It's the hope. Winter, don't you think winter is more of a mind game than anything? Oh yeah, it's just it's about finding ways to enjoy the hell that is a midwestern winter. It's a battle of attrition, you know. You just got to stay at it. You got to just keep plowing through, and right. know that once we get through this, there is no better place on Mother Earth to live 
in the upper Midwest during summer. And those two weeks are glorious. You stop it. They're just stop fantastic. It. It's soon enough, I'm telling you, it's going to be 71 degrees in the middle of the day. Your kid's yeah. going to be running around. You're going to be running around. I hope so. Oh, the Lord. Speaking of my kids, man, I felt like the oldest man on the face of the earth yesterday. So I'm doing some podcast work for Leighton Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to show them, like, I'm trying to create a model of, all right, if we want to start letting people podcast with us, here's how we do it. Okay. Right? So I, I had to do something with a video, and I could not figure it out yesterday. My titles were coming out super pixelated, all right? Okay. And I could, so I, I go to my daughter. I'm like, Presley, how do you do that with your videos where like the words just like nice and smooth? And she's like, oh, you go to Canva, you do this, you click on that. I'm like, well, don't I need like a uh, subscription? She's like, no, you do the free trial and then you do this. And I'm like, well, how did you get a free trial without a credit card? She's like, oh, I just did this and I, I clicked on that and then I went back and I did this. And I'm like, how do you know all this stuff? Like, I felt so like old. I almost just wanted her to produce the video for me mm-hmm. and I'll just crack her off a few bucks because it would turn out way better. And she'd probably done it in about eight seconds. I know, and I'm sitting here fumbling around these websites, and mm-hmm. dude, I was like, oh my God, I'm that guy now who needs my kids' help with technology. And, and she did it in a remarkable speed. I was just like, it would have taken me three days to figure it out. She did it in 15 seconds. You know, there's an actual term for this. I learned this in one of my classes. Washed up? No, digital native. Because these kids have grown up. With all this stuff their entire life. Yeah. And it was weird. Like, this professor was talking. It was like, most of you. And then looked at me. He's like, most. One of you. Are digital natives. And I was like, <laughs> what? Old piece of, oh. And it hit me. You're looking around the room like, what? Like, it hit me the fact that, like, I didn't grow up when I was younger. Now, yes, we had, like, computers in the classroom. Right. But, but those were the like- things you hustled up through your test or you could be the first one to hit on Oregon Trail. Right. And they weren't like today, it wasn't anything close. Kids now, like my daughter, literally, if you handed her an iPad, could pull up her school app and get it in yeah. and get in, I don't know if she's in kindergarten, first grade, whatever, it was some, something small. She's in school. Right. She, she disappears for hours every day. Right. I assume she's going somewhere. <laughs> and this is their life. They're useless. And honest to God, like this, that is why I am so hard on myself when it comes to technology and learning everything. Yeah. Because once, honestly, once you get out, you're out. Good luck coming back. Right, because it moves so quickly. Right, because the next thing is holograms and all that yeah. stuff. And that's why I was like, all right, I need, and that's why I'm happy that I, yes, I have this job, which I love seeing you every day, Wood, mm-hmm. but I'm also glad that I have my podcasting thing on the side because it keeps me at least in new media. So I'm like, all right, at least I'm, I'm not maybe not on the cutting edge, but at least I know a thing or two about this thing like producing videos and podcasts and all that because god love my mom right i love my parents to death but every time i call my mom on facetime at night for her to say hello to the kids i spend half of that phone call looking directly at her ceiling <laughs> right yeah and and ma mom and it, you know he's just <laughs> yeah <laughs> who is that like i've been talking to you for five minutes oh how about, how about this one so I, I went to my mom's house last night to make her dinner and I walk in, I'm like, Mom, it's freezing in here. And she's got, she's like wrapped up in a blanket and everything else. Yeah. And I'm, she's like, because we got her a new thermostat. She's like, well, I don't want to touch that thermostat. I don't want to break it. I'm like, Mom, this thing, like, literally, you, you could say thermostat, turn up the temp, and it'll do it for you. But she's so afraid. Mm. She's so afraid of, like, getting so far down the road and screwing something up. She just sat. She just sat there freezing her took us off. Do you blame night. them though? Like, no. there's other there's other things where I'm like, I just I'm not gonna touch it. Yeah, but we got my mama A L E X A, 
We got her that thermostat. We got we her house. She wouldn't even have to do anything. Just talk, and her house will do everything she needs. Nah, I'll go over there. She's sitting there with the lights off. I'm like, mom, just say, uh, hey, turn on kitchen lights, yeah. and the lights will come on. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to do. I'm just like, holy cow. I'm telling you, you want to know something. You want to see. I saw true fear the other day. Speaking of this, yes, I was talking with my mom. Now my mom handicapped. She's in a scooter. What she'll do is she'll throw her phone into her front little scooter basket. Right. And I was looking out <laughs> it's to, like a- to watch her dogs turn and see my mom coming on that scooter and know the fear of possibly getting run over because my mom, <laughs> God love her, ain't real tight on the turns. She's running fast and loose. And it's like a tile full floor. The dogs are you know, scraping along trying to get out of the way. Hey, I'm telling you, it, it, it drives me nuts. I, I've hung up on her a time or two. <laughs> I'm just looking at the ceiling. I'm just like, nope, not doing it today. Boom. I'll call her back later. And I, I don't want to be that person with technology. I want sooner, to learn it. Sooner, Me too. But I feel like sooner or later, it's just going to happen where we're going to be a runner who the race outran. Well, without a doubt. I mean, and, but our kids will hopefully pick it up. God love them. I hope my kids know I'm going to have to move in with them when I get older. Maybe I should start having that talk with them now. I, I I'm not going to know computers. I don't have a single penny set aside for retirement. No. I'm probably going to move in with them kids. Mm-hmm. Probably my daughter, too. I feel like my son is, just would not take care of me. Uh, I, th- I don't know. Vinny's got a tender heart, just like his dad. He does. Yeah. He's a sweet little boy. He's a chip off the old block. Hey, I told you that you probably shouldn't bring this thing up on the air that you were complaining about before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. I think maybe you should bring it up. I, I, I'm tired of being shocked. I want everyone to hear... We talked about how your opinions, you just assume are facts. Right. Wood thinks that the reason why he's getting shocked has nothing to do with the fact that it's winter Mm -hmm. and the air is dry and there's a lot of static electricity in the air. He thinks the reason he gets shocked is that this studio is wired wrong. I think there's faulty wiring. I get get shocked here. There's like seven... Eight, maybe light, you know, light switches in this building. Yeah. If I touch, I get shocked. I'm right. scared to go to the bathroom because I don't want to touch the door handle. Right. Because I get shocked. And it only happens here. That's At my not, home, I am never shocked. That's not true. That There's no way that, that it has nothing to do with what, what, how could faulty wiring lead you to get shocked? And why would it only happen in the winter? Voltage is, you know, coursing through the <laughs> counters like, and like There's things. a wire touching the wall somewhere and it's making you get shocked? Look, I don't know. I didn't pay attention that day in class. Look, Wood will literally throw a temper tantrum when he touches something and gets shocked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's the faulty wiring in here. I'm like, this is a multi-million dollar broadcasting it's facility. Gorgeous in here, by the way. Right. One of the nicest radio studios I've ever worked in in my life. Cosine. It's but not we got a wire touching something. <laughs> no, we Something's don't. funky. You get shocked in the winter because the air is dry. It has nothing to do with the wiring here. And it's not because, and it's not like a little, you know, that you, you get with the carpet or anything. Now, it I'm is like, a full-on jolt that you can hear in the room. I think it's maybe because the walls are carpeted in here that they carry a lot of static electricity. That's, that's we, a good point. We got 10 million computer screens running in here. We got fans and speakers. We got a lot running that's probably generating a lot of static electricity. God knows the... But there's know, no faulty wiring in this room. I can guarantee it. Every time I touch my laptop over here on the table, I get... You know, uh, at least 1.2 gigawatts straight to the heart. Who knows how many times my heart has skipped a beat? I don't know. Getting in these zaps. And there's a light switch that I know over there by the printer. I I, I do like the whole like finger, like where you lick your... Uh, yeah. And, 
And is, I hit it as fast as I can. It, it, it literally is frightening to my death. Everyone's texting in because you have an electri- uh, electrifying personality. I couldn't agree more. Mark yeah. texted in. It's possible at work we had a kitchen sink that was hot. Happens more than you think. When I was a kid, we had a we had like a refrigerator from the 1950s and a freezer from the 1950s in our basement. And if you touch both of them at the same time, <laughs> it would. I'm not even lying, dude. It would send a shock right through your chest. Like in, to, to the point where you couldn't let go. Like it was that bad. <laughs> so like if you wanted a soda and maybe like a, a drumstick out of the freezer and you decided to touch them both at the same time. And just think about that, dude. It's going right through your heart. Like, right. You have one hand on this. I don't know which was the positive and which was the negative, but it would literally send a shock through your chest. Like it would do the thing where it's like, like you would hear it. You would hear it in your ears. That's not good. No, it wasn't good. And that's what I'm getting every day. You know what the funny thing is? It was like that for years. It was just my dad would just be like, "Well, just don't touch them both at the same time." That that was his. It was like I'm not going to fix it. Just stop being a moron and don't touch the freezer and the fridge at the same time. And his logic worked. Yeah. Once we stopped touching them both at the same time, no one got shocked, and I'm still here to tell about it. It's like when you had those old like batteries that if you licked them, you'd get that jolt. Yeah. Just well, don't lick the battery. But this was like a hundred times worse. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> seem like it's a good deal. So you of all people should understand the 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 gigawatts that are going through dude, my chest. I get t- I get shocked every time I touch the mic, every time I touch the board. So you get it. But it's not faulty wiring. Are you getting shocked at home? Yes. Oh, well, it's called static electricity. It's very uh, crappy wiring at the house. I never get shocked at home. That wiring's been nothing but good to you. <laughs> it's true. How dare you? Well, it's because you have 3,000 LEDs in your basement. <laughs> you said you were like my LEDs. I do. You said you like the way my basement looks. But it's also the reason my left eye closes a little <laughs> slow. <laughs> There's so many LED lights in my basement. Like, if you turn them, like, say, all to red or something, it'll make you nauseous. <laughs> It'll make you sick to your stomach if you're sitting down there. Throw me a white light in here, please. Just to bring me back to All right. middle. Should we move on? But I, I, I absolutely love it. I'm going to tell Bob Layton you said his studio's a dump. No, I didn't say that at all. It's amazing. But honestly, it's because everything is electronic. Like, there's a lot of things in here that radio, normal radio studios don't have with, like, screens and stuff that we do. Right. And it's and just, like, not, not, just no spit in Bob Layton's face. Say that he doesn't give us a good studio to work. Every text this says it's not the wiring; it's the haunted ghost in that building. No, we clean that, those. That, yeah, search for spirits cleaned us up. Absolutely. Are you ready? Come on. It was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1893. If I confess, I'm a waistline watcher from way back. Now for a lively lift: ice cold Coca Cola. There's no waistline worry with Coke, you know. Actually, this individual size bottle has no more calories than half a grapefruit. And the cocaine probably helped with the weight mm-hmm. loss. Another thing, the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. They really tried to push Coca-Cola as a, like a, a supplement. Diet food. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was in 1893 that Coca-Cola was first trademarked, and... I, you know, there's that old like rumor that it had cocaine in it, which it did. Right, way had, back though. Right in the eight, like when it first came out in the right. 1800s, it had 3.5 grams of cocaine in a bottle of coke. Which I don't know if that's a lot or a little. I don't know. Seems like a lot. It feels like that would be a lot. Yeah, for every coke. I mean, imagine how that would blast you off when you had a. But but sodas used to be considered medicine. That's why they were always at the pharmacies. Like that's why you would go in there and get a soda because they thought it had medicinal purposes. Well, in how many would go way back? They 
used to prescribe stuff like cocaine and things. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, and you feeling f- the blues? Amphetamines. Yeah. yeah, here's a bump. <laughs> I just cleaned the house. Well, yeah. Uh, it was on this day in 1999. Oh, it's half Hawaiian. I believe that's ours. You poor fool. We got Family Guy for the first time on Fox back in 1999. Then it went away for a couple of years. Because it got canceled. Right. And then it came back and, you know, obviously a huge success now. I saw that Fox just renewed all their animated shows like Bob's Burgers, uh, Family Guy, and Simpsons till 2025. Till the end of 2025. Why wouldn't you? Right. They're cash cow. It feels like animated series would be expensive to make, though, because of the animation. I guess, but... But those know. voice actors, man, like, they just, wherever they're at, if they're in the Bahamas, they just run up to their room real quick, bang out the Simpsons, and then go back and... What a sweet life. And if they start asking for too much money, you can just get rid of them, get someone right. else to do the voice. Someone who does an imitation. The thing yeah. about the Simpsons, though, is those characters are starting to die. Hmm? Just crazy. Uh, on this day in 2010... The language is a pain, but, you know, I figure it's like field stripping a weapon. Just repetition, repetition. Naughty. 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 Like calls me scoundrel. It means moron. Avatar became the first film ever to gross over $2 billion worldwide. I, I, I mean, again, I like Avatar. I saw the second one in theaters and stuff, but I don't understand how it continued to make like that much money. It's I, Dances that, with Wolves. Right. The, the other, I mean, I guess it was the 3D was kind of cool in the I, first one. I haven't seen the second one. I, to be 100% honest, the first one was super anti-American, and it kind of turned me off for the second one. I, I found something out. You want to talk about it? Maybe it's just me. The head guy for the stunts for yeah. Avatar 2, Yeah, he had an eye patch. And I saw like this behind the scenes thing, and he had an eye patch. I thought to myself, how did he have, why? No. You know, what happened with his eye? I looked it up. His ex wife had him almost assassinate. All right. Assassinated? Right. That's how you say it? She hired a hitman to kill him. She was married to Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci? Yes. Joe Pesci is rumored to be the money man behind the hit. Good lord! Dead, and like this is a dead serious story, all from Avatar Two that I just saw a guy with an eye patch. Holy cow! Thirty minutes later, my legs are numb. I'm still in the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm like, "What a story!" <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I'm telling you, you ought to look that one up. That That's one interesting. Flabbergasted. She went to jail. She just got out too. That is crazy, dude. <laughs> wow. He got shot four times, including once through the eye, and lived. That's something. Yeah. That's saying something. I'd be wearing an eye patch, too. Heck, yeah. Ask me about it. <laughs> uh, celebrating some birthdays today, Wood. Starting off. Dancing in the country. Dancing in the country. Tyler Hubbard. He was actually just on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night performing this song. This song, man. This song, I like Tyler Hubbard, man. I, I always liked, I, I always liked Florida Georgia Line. I know they were bro country. They kind of started bro country and everything, but I always thought their songs were so catchy. He's put out some songs with his like his own thing there, like that are really good. Well, dude, he hearing this, he was Florida Georgia Line because this sounds like Florida Georgia Line. It definitely sounds like it. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, 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 t- oh, uh, shoot. Uh, it'll come to me. Kelly. Uh, yeah. Something Kelly. Roland. <laughs> <laughs> somebody will text it in. Yeah, somebody somebody smarter than us. I, I can't remember the other dude. Boy, how soon we forget, right? I, it was we right dro- the tip of my tongue. Drop out of Florida Georgia Line and we forget mm. your name. Also celebrating a birthday today. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. The mother boys don't know how to act. Yeah. 
Justin Timberlake. Oh, I never guessed Tyler Hubbard's age. Uh, oh, sorry about 35 that. 35 for Tyler Hubbard and... Uh, hold on, you. Hold on. Let me get to you. You are close with Tyler Hubbard. He's the ripe old age of 36. 41 for Justin Timberlake. Oh, man, you're close to this one, too. He's 42 today. Good God, for him. I love this song so much. Uh, By the way, this is the song that we started off. I was like, eh. Right. Because what was like, this song sucks. It was just overplayed. And I'm like, well, that's an opinion. That's not a fact, because I actually really like the song. And then it was like, Justin Timberlake is overrated. <laughs> I'm like, okay, again, that's opinion. That's not fact. Feels like a fact. I, okay, in my life, Led Zeppelin sucks. That's a fact. I'm not going back into this. Oh, Jen Leverin just walked out of the yeah. room. Oh, she's, I, guess, I think she just quit. Yes. Well. And the funny thing is, I don't even really necessarily think that. I just want to get your goat. Too late. My goat's been got. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry. Uh, all right. Let's do uh, what's trending. Oh, we had a birthday uh, coming through text. Yes. Katie texted in. She says, hey, want to wish a happy birthday to my niece, Callie. Cool name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, 15 today. Oh, sweet. Go get that driver's permit. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Can't you get a farmer's permit at like 14, too? I don't know. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Good story, Kelly.